You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Whoops, that starts forward. Hello and welcome to a bonus episode of Strides Forward. I'm Sheree Turner. I'm a runner, and I'm also the host and creator of Strides Forward. Return listeners, welcome back. And hello, new listeners. I'm happy you've arrived. Before we get started, I wanted to let you know we have a listener survey. Since we've just finished season one and we're planning upcoming seasons, I'd love to know about what you like, what we could do better or differently, and a little bit about who you are so we can continue making the shows that you're excited to hear and share. The survey should take a little bit less than 10 minutes. Just go to our website, stridesforwardpodcast.com, all one word, lowercase, and click the survey link at the top of the page. I thank you so much. Now, for this episode, we're doing something a little different. I'm featuring some highlights from season one. These are clips that have really stuck with me. I noticed, too, that as I was gathering these clips together, they rather conveniently started to fall into a few themes. And the general theme of the clips you're about to hear is how running makes us feel better. Something else that strikes me here is that even though the women you're about to hear from are very different from each other in a lot of ways, there is a lot of overlap in what they say. So even though they live in different countries and they're from different cultures, they're of different ages and ability levels, and they have wildly different performance goals, there are still common threads. So particularly at this time when we're maybe feeling a bit isolated and the world feels pretty chaotic, we can't meet up with our running buddies and pretty much all of our events have been canceled. We can't even see friends and family in many places. Knowing that these common bonds still exist gives me at least a little bit of peace and helps me feel connected to the outside world. I hope it does for you too. To kick things off, we hear from elite runner Camille Heron, who holds multiple national and world titles and several world records. In her episode, Camille shares the exciting and dramatic story of how she won Comrades in 2017. She also talks about her rather bumpy start getting into ultras. But here she goes back even a little further and talks about a time early in her career when she met Frank Shorter, a two-time Olympic medalist in the marathon for the United States. He won gold in 1972 and a silver in 1976. When, when I was in college, I met Frank Shorter at a, at a marathon, and he signed a poster for me that said, Run for Stress Release. And so I remember like thinking very deeply about that and thinking of running as almost as like a form of meditation. 
And so it really just changing how I think about running, it really started to impact me. And I started to really enjoy my running and running, like you said, is a form of stress release from all the other stressors in my life. And um, amazingly, when I started, I started changing how I thought about running, I found myself enjoying it more and I found myself running more. And that was really kind of the turning point for me that my running started to take off. And um, I found myself running more and more and more. So, you know, carrying that over into, you know, the marathon into ultra running. I mean, I'm running with a smile on my face all day. And I mean, I smile. I smile when I'm out on training runs, when I'm training. I mean, I I really appreciate the moment. And I, I really I enjoy how running makes me feel like every day. And I, I love to work hard too. I like to do workouts. I mean, I'm grimacing and smiling during workouts. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I think if you enjoy running, like just on a daily basis and, um, you know, you, you learn to appreciate how it makes you feel and, you know, it makes you happy that that just carries over into your race performance as well. We were delighted by Habaroni-based ultra runner Shirley Motsiagabu, who has not only finished Comrades five times, she's also the Comrades ambassador for Botswana. Her inspiration, however, to get into running did not involve ultras, and like so many other women, it was to gain fitness after having children. But of course, she found a whole lot more. Running, though, especially the the long distance running, I've actually realized that I, I really find my peace during my runs. So some of these long runs that I clog in is also just to have that moment with myself and my head and my conversations, really. Um, yeah, it initially started as a journey to just regaining my, my pre-baby, pre-baby body. And um, that goal came. And after that, you know, I just had this relationship with running. Next up, if you want to know how a runner goes from being really good to being elite, have a listen to Renata Voslo's episode. Renata, who lives in South Africa, let us in on all the details of what it takes to get to the next level of racing. But like all the other women in this episode, Renata's running has benefits for her that go beyond fitness and performance. it's just like letting go so all the stress of the previous day at work or home or it feels like you don't when you run you don't have energy or time to think about the stuff that stresses you out you almost get perspective on life again it's like well it's actually not that bad it's it's fine so my thing is just you're just letting go you just focus on your run and you don't almost have You don't need to have a key in the world. Next up, we hear from Karen Williams, who hails from Cape Town, South Africa. Her comrade's journey really touched a lot of people. Her humor and calm determination, well, she was just wonderful to hear from. And her amazement that she was able to conquer something as challenging as comrades, it's an amazement that a lot of us share. It's incredible that people run these distances at all, and for fun. Renata felt much the same way. 
just that end to know you've done it. It doesn't really matter your time. Just to know it's actually freaking amazing to run that for. Back to Karen. She was a self-proclaimed non-athlete who came to running in her 30s, and it took a lot of encouragement from her sister to get started. And something that got her to the point that she could run comrades was discovering that not only could she run, she actually liked it. And what I also found is that it made you feel so much better, you know, it clears your head a little bit. It's, you know, I think the endorphins, it's so just that, I think that is what made me continue with it because you could have a bad day and then you run and then you feel so much better. There are details from many of the stories in season one that really stand out to me. And one comes from Canadian Kathy Hopkins when she was talking about how she got started running. She was doing these short run-walk outings for fitness, and she ended up doing them after dark to avoid catcalls and other harassment she was getting on the street. And it frustrates me no end to hear these stories, which are still way too common. For Kathy's part, running in the dark was lonely, and it really wasn't much fun, which does not come as any surprise to anybody. But luckily, she ended up meeting some other runners and joined her local running club, and it changed her life. Kathy has run Comrades nine times, and she serves as the Canadian ambassador for the race. For Kathy, one of the things that keeps her lacing up day after day is the intrinsic value of running, which she can tap into at any time. You know, I just feel better. My day is always better when I get up and run in the morning. I am happier, I think. I feel physically energized and uh, I have those feelings of self-efficacy, I think, and that I, you know, I said I was going to do something. I did it. I started started my day by by following through on that. I hope that I'm still still running till the day I die. That's that's my goal is to to keep it up. For our final clip you're going to hear from Devin Yanko, an elite American ultra and marathon runner. I invited Devin onto the show early on because I knew she had a connection to South Africa and she'd done Comrades several times. And also because I knew she was really reflective about her running. She's very open on social media and in her interviews and in her blog about some of her struggles and how she deals with them when she's out running. I've always really valued her insights and the wisdom that she gains from the challenges that she faces. So I thought she'd have some great thoughts to share. And she did. I love to run in part because running is never just one thing to me. Right. Like on any given day when I wake up, I can utilize running for a lot of different things. Like some days I'm running just to be the best athlete that I can be, you know, to grow as an athlete, to challenge myself physically. Some days it's running as an emotional outlet. Some days it's a mental exercise. And I think that especially given that I run every different distance, every different surface 
it's this opportunity, I see running as an opportunity to kind of explore a lot of different avenues. And it's never just one thing. And it always surprises me that running can be so many different things to me. And that that is in part possible because I made the commitment to myself when I started running and becoming competitive that I wanted to run for my entire life, if that was possible. And so having that mentality means that I'm always mindful of the long-term approach and not getting caught too caught up in one specific outcome or one specific path, because I don't want to ever have running be something that I burn out on. And so it's something that I feel like I'm always cultivating my relationship with running and making sure that it is like a very positive thing in my life. And that's it for this bonus episode of Strides Forward. We'll have a few more bonus episodes releasing soon. And season two is set to launch in January. We've got a whole new lineup of runners and an entirely new theme. I'm going to have details to announce about that soon, so please stay tuned. The original music and sound design for this episode and for all the Strides Forward episodes is done by Cormac O'Regan from his studio in Cork, Ireland. April Mariner of Bonfire Collaborative in Truckee, California, keeps the branding and website design looking great. You can find April at bonfirecollaborative.com. And also, she's working on some merch designs, so I'll let you know about that soon. Thank you so much for listening, and please remember to fill out that listener survey. Your opinions really do help shape this show, and we just love to hear from you. Find the link at stridesforwardpodcast.com. Until next time, we wish you satisfying strides forward. There is no hood like parenthood. When you meet a fellow parent, you just kind of get each other on a whole nother level. Hi, I'm Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm a former CNN journalist, mom of three, including twins, and host of That's Total Mom Sense, the podcast. I interview change makers on their life lessons, legacy, and superpower of intuition, aka their mom sense and dad sense. I've had some pretty amazing parents on my show. Hey, what's up? I'm Kelly Rowland. Hi, this is Chelsea Clinton. It's me, Bobby Brown. Can't wait to share my story. Episodes release every Thursday. Subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts and on YouTube. Join my tribe at thatstotalmomsense.com and follow me on Instagram at Kanika Chanda Gupta. I'm thrilled to be on this journey with you.